position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite. The deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 297 of the Best of the Games Podcast! Being recorded for you on this very special 4th of July. Oh, wait, I hear the president is coming in right now. Ivor, play the music. Much more like it. And welcome to our 4th of July annual spectacular. In spite of the coronavirus, in spite of our president, we carry on because we're insane. Why are we insane? Well, America is insane. Generally, in a much better way than we are now. But this week's episode, week and I won Molina, you're fired for playing the Russian national anthem. Fucking that's like seven years in a row, five years in a row. 
Oh, every for the red, white, and blue. Yes, that's right. It is American Independence Day, and uh, we got a whole lot of steam summer sale shit for you. This this year, we're billing it as the big experience. Uh, games that give you big, broad experiences as cheap as possible. The best deals you can find on the Steam Summer Sale. This is our entire feature for this this week. This is our entire show for this week. Um, hopefully, everyone is feeling safe and sane. Uh, here we go. Alright, so, before we begin, let's, uh, do the normal stuff. Ivor, you're fired, by the way. I, I'm not sure if you heard that over the music. You are completely fucking fired. Happy Independence Day, everybody, uh, if you're, li- if you live out, uh, in the U.S. Um, it's dark times for us right now, but, uh, hopefully this episode, which is dedicated exclusively to big plays, um, bi- the biggest plays you can get for, you know, they're not, pu- they're, Every year, it's always a challenge when the Steam Summer Sale rolls rolls around. How many fucking games do I want to pack into one episode? Well, we, we've limited it, we've limited it to about ten. And by the way, this is being recorded on Saturday, the fourth of July, twenty twenty, at eleven forty two a.m. Pacific Coast time, left coast time, coast with the most. Um, I make it for sequel friends, twenty twenty, uh, what oh seven oh four, eleven forty two. 100 hours. Um, so let's get straight to it with our, you know, uh, all of these deals, all of these, uh, like I said, so uh, let, let, me, let me clarify what I mean by big plays. I mean either games that will last you like around 20 hours but will be incredibly satisfying or will be a game that will last like endless, endless thousands of hours. Some of my favorites are not on this list. Um, but the other criteria was that I wanted to cover a broad spectrum of, uh, dealability. So I wanted most bang for the buck. I wanted to bring back some of my old time favorites, um, from this show's history, uh, that still play well. And I've tested many of these, uh, very thoroughly. If you want to go back and listen to, older episodes of the show, feel free to when we reviewed many of these games when they came out. And then I also wanted to incorporate a lot of the new stuff that we've gotten access to uh, since the Origin Thing client. Uh, since, you know, EA Electronic Arts is partnered with uh, Valve and Steam. So without further ado, let's do it, bitches! First of all, oh man, that was a that was a callback to the early days of the show. First off, first off, we have Metro Exodus, which is a game that I've only logged like, you know, maybe 10 hours in, 6 hours, something like that. And Metro Exodus is 55% off right now. All of these deals expire on July the 9th at the end of the Steam Store sale, which is 5 days from now. But Metro Exodus, uh, I didn't like the first Metro game uh, that got ported to Linux because I thought it was very scary and I don't like scary games. Metro Exodus is somewhat less scary, much more of an open-world game, and the innovation and immersiveness is what makes this a big play. I I want games on this list that either through story, environment, graphics, I I want the perfume of the game to overwhelm. 
Metro Exodus is definitely one of those games. Just the sheer ingenuity and uh, uh, level of detail on the firearms alone. Say nothing of the the effects of like actually putting on your mask. For those of you who don't know, Metro Exodus uh, is set in the Metro twenty whatever twenty XX uh, universe, and you, unlike the previous games, you are no longer relegated to a post apocalyptic um, Soviet uh, subway station fighting monsters and stuff. In this game, you guys actually take the train out into the outside world and see the outside world and what's become of it. And along the way, you meet a lot of interesting characters, fight a lot of interesting enemies, and have a lot of exciting uh, combat experiences. Uh, It's very heavily based on realistic survival. um, And every detail in the game shines and makes it so immersive. Uh, It's one of my favorite games that I got to play this last year um, I think maybe I maybe it was just the tail end of last year but anyway, Metro Exodus 55% off, $17.99 now, two big ones that you don't want to miss if you've missed these games, either of these games both from the same franchise we're going to do them in sequential order and you should do them in sequential order too take my word for it, if you've not played these games and you've not read about them don't read about them, just buy them and play them in this order. The first one is Wolfenstein The New Order, which is 70% off at $5.99. Wolfenstein The New Order was spectacular. I did not ever believe that they could make B.J. Blazkowicz from the original Wolfenstein uh, a believable character in any sort of reboot of the Wolfenstein franchise. This is Wolfenstein with a story and with stealth mechanics, with infiltration mechanics, a lot of pseudo, not open world, but um, you choose your own play approach to each combat scenario with a phenomenal story that will just suck you in and blow your mind. I'm not going to tell you anything about that story. If you've already played the game, then you know. Which leads us to our next game on this list, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Possibly one of, not possibly, definitely one of the most moving and effective uh, video games in terms of story-wise that I've ever played. Some of the best graphics. It, it, it's difficult for me not to get choked up just thinking about Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. I can't tell you anything about it other than it starts... Well, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. it beat Wolfenstein, the new order and then beat Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus do them back to back, you will thank me for it, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus is 70% off uh, now at $11.99 speaking of big, emotional um, just you know, there's no real word for a lot of the games that are on this list like, Wolfenstein 2 is completely indescribable without telling you humongous aspects of the story. The stealth elements in Wolfenstein 2 are somewhat diminished in a certain way, but the story elements are amped, and uh, from the very very first time you boot it up, it'll you'll be sucked in, and probably horrified, emotionally, and mentally horrified. It, it's it's a, it, 
it's a magnificent achievement. It, it is truly a masterpiece, Wolfenstein 2. Speaking of masterpieces, our next game, Mad Max, which friend of the show, Jeff Jeffy Wise, has been uh, just beat uh, for the first time uh, a couple of days ago. Hearing his, uh, getting his text messages about his impressions from that game made me go back and, and boot it up again. It, uh, we haven't mentioned Mad Max in far too long. Cause I, for a long time, Mad Max held the single title for the most beautiful game I've ever played in my entire life. In terms of visually beautiful. Um, it went like Oblivion 2, Mad Max, and Mad Max held that title for a long time. Uh, Mad Max is probably the most um, moving, realistic, and uh, meditative uh, festival of gore, violence, explosions, blood, death, darkness, and post-apocalyptic survival madness that you will ever experience in your life, depending on how this whole coronavirus thing works out. Here in the U.S., because right now it seems like we're going for broke. It seems like we it seems like we want to go to full Thunderdome mode. Anyway, um, if you're a fan of the films, especially Mad Max, uh, you know, forgetting the first one, of course, because the first one is nasty trash. But starting from uh, uh, Road Warrior, or, or well, yeah, was it called the Road Warrior? Mad Max Two, and then and then into Beyond Thunderdome, and then uh, Fury Road, even. But that movie's too intense. Mad Max, which is actually a native feral port. Feral Interactive did a native port of this game, which has the most amazing skyboxes and incredibly innovative combat. You need to learn how to use photo mode and take a lot of pictures. I took over 10,000 pictures of this game. I lost them all. Um, But that's how pretty this game is, was, and I booted it up yesterday and I still had a great time. I only played it for like five minutes. But I was like, ah, I missed this game. Mad Max, one of the best games that we've ever reviewed on this show. Um, We reviewed it when it came out. Uh, the Feral Port came out. Mad Max now through July 9th is 75% off at $4.99. That is a fucking unbelievable deal. I have over 250 hours or 220 hours logged in Mad Max. Uh, at least 80 hours of which were me trying to figure out a way to speed run the game in under uh, 20 hours. So I've beaten, the, I've beaten the game many, many, many times, and yet I still don't have all the achievements, which is kind of weird. Speaking of not having all the achievements and having endless amounts of hours logged, you know, you want a game that's going to keep you for as few dollars as possible, as entertained as possible, as maximally, maximally, is that even a word? If you want Distractimus to the Maximus, that's gonna, like, last you in the long haul, we're not talking, like, just, like, you know, a week end, or a week, or three weeks, or two months, but, like, maybe three months, five months, I have... I think over a thousand hours logged in Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain, which is by far the greatest game that Hideo Kojima ever made uh, under the Metal Gear Solid um, franchise banner. Blah. Fuck you, Snake Eater. You sucked. Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain is 70% off at $5.99. 
I can't tell you anything about anything about this game but the more you play it and the deeper you get into it it's all it's it's what happens if you take the the world of Metal Gear Solid um Sons of Liberty but make it into an open world game that's very narrative driven um but just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger as you you go further and further into it and as you explore more and more there's there's normally like there's a sense in some in some games that try to do open world games like you know Grand Theft Auto this is like Grand Theft Auto meets uh Metal Gear Solid so it's it's stealth espionage action but in a you know jack anything drive anything blah 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 but then there's other elements that get layered on top of it the thing about Metal Gear Solid 5 the Phantom Pain that I find apart from the story which is fucking phenomenal don't again don't read up anything on these games if you've not read up if you've not played them if you don't already own them and you've never read anything about them just take my word because at six dollars I mean come on you can afford to take my word for six bucks and a thousand hours of your life you will not be disappointed but uh, back to my point um there's a sense in a lot of the time in open world games and this is kind of like, you know, Grand Theft Auto-itis, because the best Grand Theft Auto that was ever made was, um, uh, oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Uh, San Andreas. San Andreas, which is truly an open world game that let you do whatever the fuck you wanted to do if you could do it, more or less. There, there were some locked areas at the beginning, but it was the best Grand Theft Auto game. And ever since then, like, Grand Theft Auto, which pioneered, you know, the go anywhere, do anything, uh, in, like, a modern, realistic perspective, um, there's a sense for a lot of these type of games over the last 15 years as this formula has been formalized. Try saying that five times faster than you Oh! Ivor's holding up the whiskey sign. Happy Fourth of July, Ivor. You're fired. Cheers. Mm. There's a sense of pervasive limiting disappointment in a lot of these, you know, pseudo open world games. Uh, oh, they've been, you know, come out over the last 15 years. And, you know, in, in a lot, in a lot of other games too, uh, where instead of exploring like freely, you are just finding the boundaries of things. Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain is not like that. It has the magic of the total illusion of free will. Uh, and it gets better and better and better and better and better and uh, I will tell you one thing when you think you've beaten it keep playing because you haven't Um, speaking of finding the limits of a game so all of these previous games have been you know basically 3D AAA blockbusters we have more of them on this list but let's go way back to I think the first or second season of this show one of the best ninja games of all time, Mark of the Ninja Remastered, which does not go on sale that often, and even though it is an, it's an older code, so I was just about to clear them, Mark of the Ninja Remastered is 55% off at $8.99 throughout the, the Steam Summer Sale, and the great thing about Mark of the Ninja Remastered is it is the 
first best and for my money only legitimate stealth ninja game ever to be spun out into a side-scrolling platformer. It's a mission-based side-scrolling platformer. Uh, the emphasis is very high on stealth, but it could also be very high on murdering everyone that you come across. You get to totally choose your own ways, your own way through it, and for the completionist in you, um, I've beaten this game maybe, ooh, fuck, I've beaten this game so many times that when I last booted it up, which I want to say was like last month, I hadn't played in years, years. When I booted it up, booted it up last month, just randomly on a lark to show someone else um, on the live stream, I still remembered how to play a lot of it, and it is not a simple game. Um, it's exquisite. It's a masterwork. Uh, each mission is infinitely replayable, all in a two-dimensional ninja side-scrolling package which brings up an honorable mention which is not listed in the show notes but special thanks go out this week to a friend of the show BPR Blaster um, for just endlessly playing on my Steam friends list I kept seeing him play this game that I played a long time ago I want to say two years ago when it first came out it was called The Messenger The Messenger is a side-scrolling ninja platformer and if you take Shinobi 2 the best of the Shinobi games for the Sega Genesis and you smash it into Ninja Gaiden, any of the Ninja Gaiden games, for the Nintendo or etc. Um, and then add a wicked sense of humor with a terrible introduction, then you get the messenger. And I'm so grateful to Blaster because I would not have gone back. I was I played literally two minutes of this game when I first bought it two years ago, and I thought it looked like shit. And, I mean, literally, I played, I watched the opening title cinema, which I thought sucked, and I still think it kind of sucks. It's unfortunate that I think it's, it's unfortunate that it sucks, or that it's misleading, because it gives you the sense that the game is not actually a real quality game, and that you've been ripped off. If you play for longer than two and a half minutes, which is exactly as long as it takes to start, you know, see the opening the uh, display mode cinema and then start a new game and then watch the new game cinema and then start playing it um, you realize that this game is phenomenal Um, I will beat this game uh, before the end of July probably Um, it is a side-scrolling platformer ninja style with upgrades wicked sense of humor, hilarious sense of humor does not take itself too seriously um, where the upgrades that you get this is not one of those games that like tries to beat you in the face with how hard it is, it's not like Super Meat Boy School, where it's like oh we're gonna give you a game that starts at like 9 and goes to like 35 in terms of scale of 1 to 10 in terms of difficulty this game is a slow build um, but it's enjoyable throughout and eventually like after like you know two hours you're doing amazing shit and you're really you really fall in love with the game uh especially the music is great uh but it's really the gameplay that stars in uh in the messenger i think i'm about i don't know maybe a quarter of the way through uh the messenger i think is about 10 bucks but mark of the ninja remastered is 55 percent off at eight dollars 99 cents pick that up 
Speaking of side-scrolling platformers, so let's say you don't want a story thing to really, um, you know, soak your, to really uh, uh, distract you from, you know, the endless, if you're in America, the endlessly raging coronavirus blues and the fact that our president's a maniac and a traitor, um, which is difficult to get through. Uh, trust me, I know. Uh, I feel it on a daily basis. It's very difficult to get through. Let's say you want something less story-based, something less um, special unlock-based, you know, because like, that's what Mark of the Ninja Remastered really focuses on. It's a skill-based game where each run re- rewards you with, you know, more of uh the stuff you need to unlock new abilities and stuff, and that's what gives it such great replayability, and then eventually you master the game, and you can beat the whole game again in one sitting. Uh, like a Dark Jedi Ninja badass. And then you can start trying to go for speed runs, and then, you know, not seen, not detected runs, you know, blah, 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 blah. Opposite of the Messenger, which is just like Sega Gen- Sega Master System hardcore great retro stuff. Let's say you want something more modern but you don't want a plot. Let's say you want something procedurally generated. Let's say you want the best procedurally generated side-scrolling platformer to ever have Symphony of the Night style, you know, Castlevania, Metroidvania style, but you want procedurally generated so you can play it infinitely. Let's say you also want to make it have like, oh, I don't know, thousand hours worth of gameplay in it, uh, bare minimum, uh, with like 65 different weapons and upgrades and then endless strategies that you can play while you're stoned or you can play very seriously um, and that supports, you know, the full panoply of uh, side-scrolling platforming possibilities like a Super Metroid uh, speedrun kind of thing, if you want to play it that way or a super strategic demi-strategic tactical Blah. It's a masterwork. It's called Dead Cells. It's one of my favorite games. I've logged... I At this point, I... Okay, I have to go through it again. Originally, played it on Flatpak at least 600... 400 to 600 hours. Then I played it on Flatpak, and then I played it on Steam when uh, they came out with the Linux Alpha. That was at least 200 hours. Then the Linux Beta, at least 200 hours. And the full Linux release... I beat it at like 300 hours. Each one of these subsequently, the flat packs didn't count towards my Steam play. So when you look at my Steam play, it's deceptive. I've played probably around 2,000 hours of Dead Cells. It is magnificent. Um, It's very light on story. You can play it while you're stoned. Uh, there's a daily challenge every day that if you become obsessed with it in terms of speedrunning, blah. There's, it is an endless panoply a fucking, a cornucopia of awesome mind-erasing goodness that literally once you buy it, you will never stop playing Dead Cells. I can promise you this. You will never truly stop playing Dead Cells. And recently they just uh, released um, uh, DLC. I think all of that is included in this. Right now, Dead Cell is 40%. It might not be. All the DLCs might not be included in this price. But it does not matter Dead Cells does not go on sale that often because it only reached uh, 1.0 last year. 
where it got out of early access. Dead Cells is 40% off at $14.99. That is a steal. Like, if I, I hate to use the crude metric of amount of hours per dollar spent on the game, but that is pennies per hour in terms of Dead Cells and a more enchanting side-scrolling platforming experience you will not find that is skill-based, fast, tight controls. Um, one thing I don't like about uh, the post uh, early access release, the version 1.0 release, is something you can actually turn off. There are these little story nooks that have these dialogue things that I think get in the way of the game. Uh, but everything else about this game, they spent years and years tuning this game. And then they added all these DLCs for it, including like the uh, Arboretum or whatever the fuck, the Conservatory, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The more you play it, the deeper you go, the deeper it all gets, and then you die. And remember the th- remember the song. As long as you keep singing, I am dungeon scum. That is all I really am. Yeah, I am dungeon scum. That is all I really am. Yeah, I am. You know, repeat at ad- at. Ad infinitum, infinitum, whatever, how you pronounce it. As long as you keep singing that song, not only do you get to stay alive, I get to stay alive during my runs if you catch me live streaming it. So that is Dead Cells. So let's say you want a more modern roguelike, a more modern uh, 3D kind of retro-feeling roguelike. Well, then there's Void Bastards which is 40% off, $70.99. It came out, I think, last year. I got it the day it came out, and I've been playing it ever since. I have 100, I think I have at least 100 hours in Void Bastards. Um, Void Bastards, phenomenal, cell-shaded, procedurally generated. It's like a cross between Duskers, Faster Than Light, and uh, Doom, kind of. Upgrade your weapons, craft new weapons from scrap, gain resources, etc., etc. Hilarious plot, hilarious premise. You will be charmed and horrified by all the plot twists right up until the very end. Um, Void Bastards is phenomenal if you've never seen it or played it. Now is a great time. It's 40% off, $17.99. Next game is a game that I have not found enough time to play as much as I want, but I've I probably logged like maybe two hours in it. I've spent many more hours watching the uh, trailer for it over and over again. Uh, maybe we'll Ivor. Maybe we'll pop that in. You're fired, Ivor. Maybe we'll pop the trailer for this game with the original song uh, into uh, this week's show notes, uh, just because it's such a great song. It's such a great. Introduction, but We Happy Few, which is a first-person uh, game set... You take on the role of one of three characters uh, set in a demi-fascist alternate uh, swinging 60s version of London, or of, of uh, provincial England outside of London, more or less, um, where everyone has to take these joy pills 
that makes them all happy and everyone wears masks and the visual style of this game is stunning the crafting and uh uh the crafting and the narrative and the way that everything comes together in this game is just so polished and so good and the game doesn't go on sale and it's on big big sale we Happy Few right now is 80% off at $11.99. Normally it retails for like 50 bucks or whatever. Um, check out the video link in the show notes uh, and uh, pick up We Happy Few. We're coming to down to the wire here. Here are three of my picks for three of my picks for the best games that the Origin Thin Client has to offer you. And that we haven't actually been able to really uh, cover yet, uh, apart from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which we reviewed last week, which is 50% off now through July 9th at $29.99. We made a vague mention of Battlefield 5 Year 2 Edition, which is 50% off at $24.99 through July 9th. Uh, that game is fantastic. I've not played the multiplayer in it yet, but the single player campaign alone is enormous and crazy, and once you apply the uh, fixes you know, if you have any performance problems the two fixes that we mentioned in last week's episode should get that up and running for you pretty tight Um, it's an exceptional game. Same thing with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order which I particularly enjoyed. Many thanks to the on wheels, burn on wheels, um, for recommending, for, for recommend, strenuously recommending that I give that game more of a tune, more of a chance, and I beat it. And you know, hence our favor, very favorable review of it last week. Uh, sorry about my phone. Uh, and then finally, the game that I have spent probably, uh the most time playing this week in small doses is Titanfall 2 which is uh, 67% off at $9.89 through July 9th but here's the thing, I have yet to beat Titanfall 2, we'll hear a full review as soon as I I do but what I've been, I'm at the very end of the single player campaign which is very short Um, it's only like a 6 hour campaign I think Jeff Jeffy Wise beat it in like 4 and a half hours on easy or whatever. Um, but Titanfall 2, the multiplayer is phenomenal. I've tried to buy the mech, some of the mech packs, which are like 20 bucks normally, but uh, right now through the Steam Store sale, all the DLCs, all the, you know, mech things, instead of being 20 bucks, they're like all 80% off at $6.99, something like that. Um, but the, but you don't need any of that shit. All you just all you need is Titanfall two. Get it now. Play multiplayer first for like give it like you know six rounds or whatever. So like maybe three hours, and then once you realize that you're completely addicted to the game, then go buy a bunch of the DLCs that are on insane sale, and you will be happy. Uh Happy 4th of July, everybody. Let me uh, wrap this up. Uh, so, uh, from top to bottom, Metro Exodus, 55% off, $17.99. Wolfenstein, the new order, 
absolutely get that. 70% off, $5.99. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, one of the most magnificent games I've ever played. Uh, one of the most effective stories that I've ever played, too. 70% off, uh, $11.99. Mad Max, oh my god, it's a poem. 75% off at $4.99. Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, $70. There's 70% off at $5.99. Mark of the Ninja, 55% off at $8.99. Dead Cells, 40% off, $14.99. Void Bastards, 40% off, $17.99. We Happy Few, 80% off, $11.99. And that game never goes on sale. It's normally a $60 game. Titanfall 2, uh, 67% off, $9.89, along with all the DLCs, which you have to buy separately, but they're normally like 20 bucks, and I don't know if they actually work. I, I did, but because I that was just this morning that I realized that the DLCs were on sale too. Um, instead of like 20 bucks, they're like $6.99. I just wanted to buy the Prime Titan pack so I could get, you know, the best versions of all the Titans in one thing. And spending $7 as opposed to spending $20, much more appealing. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, 50% off, $29.99. And Battlefield 5, Year 2 Edition, 50% off, $24.99. All of these deals expire on July 9th. So pick them up. Hope you have a happy, safe 4th of July. Fucking wear a mask, motherfuckers. You know, uh, social... I hate the term social distancing because it should just be physical distancing. You like because you want to be social, you want to be around other people, but you know it's physical distancing. Uh, so stay safe, stay sane, and hang in there. Maybe if we're lucky, we'll live to see another Fourth of July. Play us out, Ivor. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. Please rise and join in the singing of our national anthem, which will be played by Merle Alby's band and will be sung by Jose Feliciano. Oh,
Linux Games Podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.